Good morning and welcome to The Focused 15. I'm your host, Danielle Classy, and I want to welcome you to the very first episode. The Focused 15 is a 15-minute daily podcast filled with motivation, inspiration, and education to start your day off right. It aims to give you a clear focus to conquer your day and navigate any obstacles that may come your way. The life lessons here will help you hone in on a daily discipline to remove distractions and focus on what is truly important. Now, for those of you guys who don't know me, my name is Danielle. I'm a mother, a partner, a business owner, and a badass Jamaican woman. I kind of started my entrepreneurial journey teaching millennial mothers how to invest for themselves and for their children. You see, as a first-generation investor myself, it was critically important for me to teach others how to do the same. Educating parents brought me so much joy watching them build and grow generational wealth for their families. It was such an amazing moment for me to be able to do that for their families. Now, as I pivot into this new phase of my business, I'm excited to continue to serve the same audience, but in a different way to inspire them daily to go on and do great things in this world. Now, a little bit more about me. I have kind of lived many lives, as I'm sure you guys have as well. I started off early on in childhood aspiring to be a civil rights attorney and a judge, fighting for the people, right? Fighting for the rights of the little people. Around middle school age, so I guess maybe eight, nine, 10, somewhere around there, I fell in love with cooking and I wanted to be a chef. So regardless of how many seemingly random passions I had, one thing always remained true for me. I went after each and every single one of them. I have no regrets in that regard. I received my degree in culinary arts as a young single mother while also working part-time at a law firm. Talk about busy. I sure was. My scattered focus, uh, which kind of leads me to focused 15, right? I had such a scattered focus at the moment, but it allowed me to see what I truly enjoyed and what I didn't like so much, which is a valuable lesson to learn in your early 20s when you're trying to figure out life. But having a child in your 20s doesn't seem to allow much time to figure out your life. You got to figure that thing out seemingly overnight. (laughs) I wasn't out partying or living the college dorm life like many of my friends were. No, no, no. I was a mom with real bills and real mouths to feed. I grew up very, very quickly, and I'm thankful for the grace and the maturity that those experiences taught me. I come from very humble beginnings, you guys. I did not have a lot of money. I was trying to figure it all out. And that's what kind of inspires me today and inspires my journey. You see, I come from a real place. There was a moment in time as a young single mom that I had $5.80 to my name, y'all. Oof. An empty gas tank and a crying baby with no more diapers. I had a decision to make, diapers or gas. You see, I only had enough gas to make it home for my minimum wage job as a cook. As a 21-year-old young single mom in this moment, I felt completely defeated. When I got home, I didn't have enough gas to go back out to the store to get diapers. And there lies the dilemma. On gas fumes and a prayer, you guys, I drove to CVS and miraculously, I made it. 
I'm walking up to the diaper aisle in what felt like slow motion. With every single step, my heart was pounding outside of my chest with anxiety. I prayed that the diapers would be on sale or that CVS brand diapers would come in such a small quantity that I could afford it. As I walked up to the diapers, they were $6.40, you guys, with tax closer to $7. And as you remember, I only had $5.80 to my name in that aisle, in that moment, surrounded by shoppers. I cried the ugly cry, you guys, in the middle of the diaper aisle. I didn't have enough money to get my baby diapers, and I barely had enough to drive us back home. For the first time in my life, I thought that I had to stand outside of CVS and ask strangers for a dollar for my baby. That feeling rocked me to my core and lives with me today. I feverishly rummaged through the car looking for a miracle, and by the grace of God, I found one. Spare change in my car's ashtray. As I poured the change on the counter, you guys, I felt the heat of judgment from the cashier, but I didn't make eye contact. In that moment, I felt worthless. In that moment, I did not feel valuable. I grabbed the diapers and I prayed that I'd make it home on whatever fumes I had left in that gas tank, you guys. Um, And just to brainstorm a way to find myself back to work the very next day. This is a really tough story, but I wanted to give you guys a real, true, transparent, authentic introduction of really who I am and how I came to be this person that I am today, passionate about helping others get out of that exact same situation. This experience really rocked me to my core. I know what it feels like to have nothing, to feel defeated, to feel worthless, and to look into my baby's eyes and say, mama doesn't have it right now. But I promise you, baby girl, I'll get it. (sighs) That feeling is heavy. And if you've ever felt that way or you're currently feeling that way, reach out to me. Let me know. You don't have to go through this alone. Now, this story, while, while it be long and other stories that I'll share with you guys on the podcast, inspire me daily to impact the lives of at least one person out there who may be listening. In that moment, I felt worthless. I felt like I had made all the wrong choices in my life by pursuing my passion, which is ironic to think, right? After all, I was not commanding a salary that would even support my family. I let this experience make me feel worthless as a person, as a mother, as an individual. It made me question my own value and my judgment because I didn't have the confidence to seek a higher paying role so early on into my young career. But it turns out today, as I stand before you in a completely different financial picture as an investor, and my worth is not determined by the early struggles. My character, in fact, is much stronger because I survived some storms. Well, with that, let's get right into today's episode. Today, Tuesday, October 25th, I have a theme for today's episode, and the theme is Know Your Worth. The artist Khalid said it best, baby girl, you don't know your worth. All the things that I know you deserve. 
Find someone who will put you first. Find someone who loves you at your worst. Man, after that diaper story, those words ring true. I did not know my worth. I did not feel valuable or worthy at all. And I'm pretty sure you've heard the phrase said over and over again, whether it be on IG or podcast or YouTubes that, you know, the phrase says, know your worth and then add tax, right? Listen, as cliche as it may be, I do believe it wholeheartedly. When you know your worth, you know your value, the essence of you that cannot be monetarily quantified, you will not accept the crumbs that life or employers or relationships or friends may throw on your plate. Here's a perfect example, right? Very basic example to prove my point. If you're a person that you feel is of high moral values and integrity, you will not tend to pick a life partner who has zero integrity and zero moral values, point blank period, that's it, right? You will not pick that type of person. Same thing goes for careers. Knowing the value that you offer in the marketplace allows you to not only negotiate and command the salary that's in line with competitive rates for that role and the experience. So It's easier said than done, you guys. I know this to be true because what happens is imposter syndrome, comparisons between yourself and other people, self-doubt, they often torment us, creeping its ugly head and whispering, defeating thoughts into your own experience. We often lean in on those thoughts of not being good enough, educated enough, experienced enough to achieve or command what we desire, despite ample evidence to the contrary. Things like past mistakes, like debt or my diaper story, or dropping out of college, which I did several times, to be fair, a failed career or failed relationships fight 12 rounds of self-doubt in your mind. One of my favorite artists, Maxwell, saying in this woman's work, I know you've got a little life in you left. I know you've got a lot of strength left. And although I may be strong, although I may have some strength, honey, I am tired. I'm taking the boxing gloves off. I am not subscribing to the Fight Club. And I know what I bring to the table, to the marketplace, and to my family. Anything less is just not for me. Now, I want to put you guys on, if you haven't already, This book is phenomenal. I want to put you guys on to a great read that I'm reading now. I've probably read it uh, about a hundred times already, okay? But I continue to read it anytime I need a jolt of inspiration and positivity. The book is called We Should All Be Millionaires, and it's by the phenomenal Rachel Rogers. In chapter seven, she kind of talks about the theme that we're going for today, which again, highly, highly recommend. The chapter is about imposter syndrome and how imposter syndrome robbed her greatly. And I'm pretty sure after this experience, experience is probably one of the best teachers. After this experience, she'll probably never allow this to happen to her ever again. And I learned from her experiences as well. So here's what happened. She partnered with a colleague on launching a digital product because she did not believe she was capable of doing it on her own. Turns out she was absolutely wrong. She was successful at launching this digital product and the launch generated over $80,000 in revenue on her own. So she didn't need this partner, in fact. But she was faced with significant legal battles when things kind of got ugly between her and her former partner. Here's an excerpt. She writes, 
I did not believe that I was capable of writing, developing, and selling a product on my own. It cost me $150,000 in legal fees, at least $500,000 in lost revenue, 1,000 hours of pain and sorrow and time away from my children, a friend, and then some. This is a painfully high price of imposter syndrome. As a woman, you are probably paying this price daily. Imposter syndrome is one of the greatest challenges to women's wealth. She goes on to say, to earn millions, you must first stop believing what the world says you are capable of as a black woman, a lesbian woman, disabled woman, fat woman, trans woman, loud woman, bossy woman, or filthy mouthed woman. Whatever kind of woman you are, the media is sending you messages every single day to convince you that you are not good enough. Don't you believe it? Ugh, what an ironic and powerful story because literally, it's funny we're talking about imposter syndrome here. I ran into Rachel Rogers just a few months ago and I immediately had, you guessed it, imposter syndrome, you guys. I was so afraid to approach her. So I ran into her in this event in Miami. A couple months ago, I spotted her immediately through a thick crowd because I wanted to absolutely die three times over. You see, I'm a huge fan of Rachel Rogers and her work. I think she is absolutely phenomenal and skilled at what she does. I have never ever been starstruck a day in my life until that moment. (laughs) I had to muster up the confidence to approach her and introduce myself. For a moment, I allowed myself to feel small Like, who am I to interrupt the amazing conversation she's having with her friends? She looks busy, right? What do I say? Who, like, how do I even say it, right? I was convincing myself over and over again not to approach her. It wasn't until I realized that we're both humans that I was able to take her down from the high pedestal I put her on and recognize that we are peers. When you idolize someone, remember this, you are putting them above you. You are internally convincing yourself that they are worth more than you. You may even value them more than you value yourself. Sound familiar? You may value their advice above your own sound judgment. You may value their status above your own. It was in that moment that I remembered who the F I was and I bossed up and introduced myself with humility and with grace. I remember chatting with Rachel and this memory will surely live on with me forever. Another example of knowing your worth is during salary negotiations. At one point in my career, I was offered way less than what I asked for, a whopping $45,000 less. The version of me that did not know the value of the skills that I brought to the table would have just accepted the first offer and kept it moving. But now I understand that I am an asset to any company or client that I partner with. My confidence allows me to ask for more, and I do so every single time. So just to recap, as we finish up with our Focus 15, our very first episode, in a world of diversity, inclusivity, and salary transparency, know your worth before you allow someone to assign their worth to you. I'll say it again. Know your worth before you allow someone else to assign their worth 
to you. All right. So we're going to wrap this episode up with two things, some focus work and an affirmation of the day. Your focus work for today is to take some time to evaluate all the areas of your life where you've settled for less, sold yourself short or accepted less than your worth. First, I need you to forgive yourself first and foremost. Then I need you to pick yourself up by your chin, dust yourself off and never allow it to happen again. All right, you guys, the affirmation of the day is I am working on the best version of myself every single day. This has been an amazing episode of the Focus 15. I cannot wait to hear what you took away from this episode. And more importantly, I can't wait to see you put it in action. I will see you back here tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard on the Focus 15. Bye for now.